Jesus said, this is my command, that you love one another just as I have loved you. No one has greater love, no one has shown stronger affection than to lay down, give up his own life for his friends. You are my friends if you keep on doing the things which I command you to do. Hi, this is Lee. So glad you're here today. Jesus is preparing us for what's ahead. He's telling us things to come, how to be ready to confidently stand before him that day and not have him say, away from me, I never knew you. Let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you for telling us things to come, for changing, adapting to us as, as so much as to wait for us to catch up to you. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. Jesus is talking about the kind of love that you would just lay everything aside for others. You know, we, we acknowledge, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. As most time, from what I've witnessed, it's just something we say, but we really don't know what it entails. We don't know what it means. And Jesus told me one day, he said, to care about what he cares about. And then the second command comes into play. Because if you care about what he cares about, you're going to care about your brother, right? Um, to, to love others as you do yourself. And so equally important is someone else to you than yourself. It's easy to care about yourself, but how about caring about someone else? And what that means is to, to know what they need. And the only way we can know what they need is to have that relationship with Jesus. Whatever he says that they need to give to them, that is what we will give. So my commandment is that you love one another just as I have loved you as he meets your individual need, as he cares about what you care about, what's important to you. He's asking you to care about your neighbor. No one has greater love than has shown stronger affection than to lay down and give up his life for his friends. Are you willing to give up your life for your friends? Are you willing to give up what you want to do every day. Give up the things that are important to you to be like Jesus. So what he's saying is he gave up the kind of life that we hang on to so that we could have eternal life. And when he left, he said, I'm asking you to do what I was doing. If you believe in me, you'll do what I was doing. But most of us are so wrapped up in this life and all the exciting things that we want to do that we can't even see clearly that Jesus is asking us to lay down this life, which is soon to be over anyway. Um, but we live like we don't know, and we don't. 
if you don't fellowship with Jesus every day, you don't know that he's coming soon and that to live this life here in abundance to the full until it overflows is to put, a, put aside your life. Because that principle, given will be given unto you, pressed down, shaking together, and running over. When you give your life, he's going to give you life back to the full until it overflows. You're thinking, I don't want to go without this. I can't go without that. Um, and even if you call yourself a Christian, if you're thinking, I got to hurry up and live this life here until it's over. I'm going to do what I want. Um, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go there. And your life is all about you. Then you've already. Make this quiet. You've already. Messed up. You've already. Come to the place where you're going to have trouble. You don't really know Jesus. You don't really know. And you're not being that witness for him. It's part of the enemy's plan to get you distracted and worry about what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, and what you're going to wear. He, he wants you on that path. With those who don't know him. He wants you distracted, worried, anxious. He wants to mess up your life. He wants you thinking wrong. He doesn't want you to have revelation knowledge or wisdom. Because with the revelation knowledge and wisdom, you're going to realize that you're not hurrying up to live your life here. But you need and want all the time you can get because you love your friends, your family. And you don't want them to perish because you understand when you look around, many are going to perish. Jesus said that. He said there's few on the narrow path. I just got a message today. I quit. I give up. Because there's pressure on that narrow path. Satan puts pressure on. If, if, if you decide that you're going to live for Jesus and you're going to Put your life aside. He's going to make it miserable for you as he can. The thing you have to understand is he can only come into your thinking. And when you stop him by thinking the word, you can stop him just like that. And it's not hard. So what Jesus is asking us to do is to make that difference. To be that witness for him. To give up your life for your friends because if you don't, many will perish. It's not his will that one perish. And so he's saying, will you go for me? That's all I hear him talking about. He's coming and he needs workers. The harvest is ready, but the workers are few. can't get anyone to go for him because we're distracted with the things of this world. What am I going to eat? What am I going to drink? What am I going to wear? What am I going to quick do before my life is over? Anxiety, anxiety. 
Anxiety really messes up your life. She said that to me today. Worry, anxiety, they mess up your life. They keep you from staying on that narrow path. It's a tactic from the enemy to get you to worry about your life, to worry about this, to try to make this happen. Oh, this, this happened. Now what am I going to do? What am I going to eat? What am I going to drink? How's this going to work out? Jesus is going to work it out for you. You take care of his stuff, and he's going to take care of yours. He said, if you abide in me and I abide in you, ask whatever you will as representing me. Because if you abide in him and he abides in you, then you're in agreement and you're doing as well. And then you can ask whatever you want because you're representing him and he's going to give it to you. As life may be for you now because you have no idea that he's asking you to give back to him, to give up your life for your friends, because you have no idea that that's happening. You're ignorantly thinking that he's still going to meet your needs. You still qualify. By his stripes, you were healed. And as you're growing up, before you know the truth, before it's time that you know the truth, he touches on those areas in your life just to show you, yes, I'm God. To show you, I'm good. I'm going to do this for you. But then we got to get to that place of maturity and say, I'm not going to just keep taking. I want to be a vessel. I want to give back to him. He's been so good to me, Lord. He was so good to me. I said, I'll do anything. I'll go anywhere. Whatever you want me to do. He set me right on that path. Okay, I want you to do this. The enemy came. I got discouraged. I fell. I got up. Scourged, fell, got up. And kept doing that and kept doing that. And um, that's what's going to happen. And we don't have that much time for that to happen. And, and so... God wants me to tell you, he wants to tell you, he wants you to know that it can go much faster for you if you listen, if you take heed to his voice. He said, you're going to go do what I was doing in even greater things if you believe. That can't just be you saying, I believe. Faith without action is dead. If you believe, then you're going to act as though you believe. He said he manifests himself to the one that obeys him. And so that's how you know that you're on the narrow path, is that he's manifesting himself to you. You're obeying him. He's correcting you. He's recreating you. He's getting you ready to send you out. That's what we need to be doing right now, telling people about Jesus. And it doesn't matter if they reject you or not. 
It doesn't matter. A seed is planted when you tell them. And he can work with that. And so we got to take that initiative and let him do the rest. Say and do whatever he tells you to do, of course. Expect, of course. But don't get discouraged when you're persecuted. He said, I was persecuted, so you're going to be persecuted. They hated me first. And even though that's happening, and maybe even in your own family, they might not know you're trying to save their soul, but you do. You're trying to save their soul. Prevent them from going to hell. The life after this life is what we look forward to. And we can show on that as we witness that walk. As we ask whatever we will and it's done. As we're getting trained up. You know, and, and as we're getting trained up, it, it always doesn't look so green over here on this side. Because he's working the defects out of us. Our imperfections. But as we grow up and get to that place, and he sends us out, then they're going to want what we have. And we're gonna, they're going to see, because we're showing them in real life, who Jesus is. Just like the disciples, they went. They followed him. They followed him. They never turned back. They gave up their life for others. They literally did. And we have to be willing to do that. It's time to grow up. He's hiring. We need to be that worker that he's calling us to be. He's saying, follow me. No one leaves houses, mother, sister, brother, things for the sake of the gospel and does not get a hundredfold return right now, right here in this lifetime. So he's asking you to put it aside and just let him meet your needs. Let him take care of you. Let him implement his plan in your life. That's the kind of love that he's asking us to have. Isn't that amazing to know that we can love like he loves? This is my command that you love one another just as I have loved you. Wow, that's a command. How do we love like he loved? Sit at his feet, sit at his feet, sit at his feet. Hear him, worship him, resist the enemy, resist the worry, the anxiety, resist the lust of the flesh, resist the distractions, recognize them. Anything that makes you anxious is a distraction. Anything that takes up your thought life, your time, is a distraction from Jesus. And you need to resist it to stay in that perfect peace, to be that disciple, the one that's going to go and show who he is, say what he would say, do what he would do, live that life, that you would lay it all aside just to go tell about him, just to reach even one lost sheep, right? Even if it's just one. It's important to him. Every single one is important to him. A 
couple of weeks ago, um, he sent me to talk to somebody that he said he was going to take her. And she was in her 80s. And he needed her permission. And he wanted me to go talk to her. Because she thought it was up to him. And he was saying, it's up to you. Are you ready? Are you ready? One lost sheep. And just one part of her thinking, of course she loved Jesus. But she didn't say, I want to go. I'm ready. And it wasn't long after I talked to her and she said, yes, Jesus. All I did is tell her to talk to Jesus, that he wanted to talk to her. And he wanted to know if she wanted his will in her life. If she was ready. And she said, yes, willingly, I'm ready, Lord. If you want to take me, I'm ready to go. And it wasn't much longer after that, she was gone. She went home to be with Jesus. You know, many people that, and I know it's going to get off on this, but many people that are in nursing homes, they're in their 80s and 90s, they're suffering. And they have a lack of knowledge. Many times they're in unforgiveness. This lady wasn't, but other ladies I've talked to were. And he can't, doesn't want to take them at that point. Because unforgiveness equals hell. He's looking out for us, and he needs people to go for him. And you don't know and you can't guess what he wants you to do. It's not always what you think or what everybody else is doing. you got to find out from him what you need to do. And if you're not doing that, you don't care. You don't love him with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. You won't go anywhere and just do anything. You got limits. So, to lay aside your day, your plans, your life, what's important to you, to go do the work. Jesus is saying, I'm looking for workers. Can I be the most important thing in your life? I've given to you now. Can you give to me? Can you care about what I care about? I'll give back to you. Press down, shaking together and running over. Whatever you ask, as you go to represent me, I'll give it to you. You're my friends if you keep on doing the things which I command you. Lots of times we get this far. We're like, no, can't do this. And we just shut Jesus out. And then we wonder why we can't hear him. Where'd you go? You ignored me. If you ignore me, I'm going to ignore you. Matthew seven twenty one through 23. Not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of the Father. Those who care about what I care about, those who are willing to lay down your life for your friend, those who are willing to forgive. So 
You see, it's not as simple as it looks when you just read it. Just think, oh, I do his commands. Rich man said, I do all your commands. But you lack one thing. Can you say that's you? Can he correct you? You lack one thing. Maybe it's two things. Maybe it's one thing at a time. He said, sell your stuff, give it to the poor. What if he's saying that to you? Can you do that? Or are you just going to ignore him? And not on that day. Say, well, Lord, I didn't do that, but I did this. I did this, I didn't do that, I know. And he's going to say, I didn't know you. Away from me. You who practice lawlessness. And so, don't assume that you know that you're right with Jesus. Don't assume that you're the one that doesn't have to do what he says. He's no respecter of persons. And so his word isn't for one. It's for all. He's saying it to everyone. If you believe, whoever believes, John 14, 12, whoever believes will do what I was doing, and even greater things. If you believe. He said, if you don't forgive, the Father's not going to forgive you. You have to forgive. He said, according to how you judge, you're going to be judged. What he said is what we should be thinking, applying to our lives, and growing up, getting ready to be sent out. And it's not always in a building. In fact, he was on the street, and he's saying, take it to the street. Take it to the street. If they won't receive you, shake the dust off your feet as a testimony against them and move on and say, you missed it. The kingdom of God has come close to you. We are filled with his spirit for the purpose of doing his will. And when you do his will, when you take care of his stuff, he's going to take care of your stuff. So he's saying today, will you give up your life for your friend? Will you just like stop worrying about all your stuff and lay it aside and get ready? Either way, you're going to be laying it aside, either now or on that day, and hopefully you're not laying it aside to live in eternal, eternal destruction. Hope not. And so... He's teaching us a deeper love. You got to sit at his feet to learn that. If you're not willing to go without something so someone else can have something, or whatever giving up your life is in that situation that he's saying to you, then. You're not right with him. And on that day, he's going to say, away from me, I never knew you. He said, you're my friends if you keep doing the things which I command you. So you're his friend if you keep doing what he tells you to do. 
So that's the word I have for you today. And Revelation 3.20, Jesus said, he's knocking at the door of your heart. And if you would heed his voice, he would come and dine with you. But you have to hear his voice. You have to hear what he said and then do it. Because if you don't, then he's not living on the inside of you. Because if you can't abide, if you won't abide, I abide in you and you abide in me. Ask what you will, it'll be done for you. Then you can't ask what you will and it be done for you. He's not going to live on the inside of you if you're not in agreement with him. Why would you move in with someone you don't agree with? Why do you want to move in with him if you don't agree with him? He said that many think they're going to move in with me someday, but right here and right now, they don't agree with me. They don't have time for me. Actually want nothing to do with me, but they think they're going to move in with me that day. And that's not true. Care about what he cares about. Find out where he wants to send you, what he wants you to do. So he said, if you heed my voice, I'm going to come and live on the inside of you. So let's pray. Jesus, we want to heed your voice. We want to do what you want us to do. We want to be a part of, his, part of your life. We want to do your will. Just do what you want to do, right? We just want to do what he wants us to do. Be engaged with him. Receive that word. You don't say this prayer and then you go sit on the couch. He wants to send you out, grow you up and send you out. He's hiring. Will you be a worker? Will you lay down your life for your friends and your family so they can know the truth? You can't just talk to them. You have to show them. Talk is cheap. Anybody can say the right thing, but to do it is a whole different thing. So if you ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you and you're committed to do as well, I would so love it if you let me know. And remember, then you got to get up and get that word in your heart every day. John 1, 1, he is his word. And then you have to do it, and he's going to help you do it. You resist the enemy, you submit to him, and you'll be able to do it. And then he's going to manifest himself to you. He's going to grow you up, recreate you in his likeness. You're going to do his will, not yours. And you're going to be getting ready to be that witness for him. Getting ready to move out. There's nothing greater than to know the truth. To know the truth. You don't want to hear on that day, I didn't know you. Right? You want to find out the truth now. It might not feel so good, but just let him go ahead and correct you. Thanks so much for listening today. God bless you.